Are you feeling tired and burned out in practice? Then you're going to want to listen to today's Casey Carapult's podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined in the studio today with my good friend and co-host, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, you and I both have experienced burnout. Oh, yeah. And sometimes when you get to that point, you're kind of left with this question of, is it, do I take time out or do I just let myself burn out? And what happens when I burn out? And, and mm-hmm. you and I had this both happen to us in practice and kind of treated it two different ways. So I don't want to say we're experts on it, but we sure have some experience with it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I know for me, my, my practice was going gangbusters. I mean, we were just busy. We were seeing over 2000 patient visits a month. We had 14 staff. We had five doctors on staff and holy cow, you know, it was just all I could do to keep my arms around it. And Mm -hmm. I, I just got to the point where I needed to change. It just wasn't fulfilling anymore. And Mm -hmm. I just had to change. And your experience up to that point was similar, but we both handled the Mm -hmm. results a little bit different. Right. Let's just talk about that. Yeah. So in in my case, I had an opportunity to come along that was completely outside of chiropractic and it wasn't service related. And I I think as chiropractors, we're kind of wired in a certain way. You love on your patients. You love what you do. Yeah, for sure. You you love your career choice or or you wouldn't be in it. Um, I see very few chiropractors that don't enjoy patients. Now, you know, we all have the occasional patient that kind of rubs us the wrong way or is is a lot of extra work and, and mentally and emotionally we're tired after working with them. But for the most part, we're pretty geared up. I know I am every morning to go in and see patients and I'm pretty excited when the first person walks through the door. So in my case, I went in a completely different direction and I bought into a company that had nothing to do with service whatsoever. It was very technical and I immersed myself in that initially. And initially I didn't feel the loss of chiropractic because I was so busy trying to learn a a, a new trade, a new career and trying to learn how to run the business, how to do everything that the business did, because as as a good owner, you want to know how to do everything. And so I went and did all that. Here's what I found out after a while. I found out after a while that I was completely unfulfilled and and my heart ached. I missed chiropractic and I missed chiropractic because I missed the patient interaction. I missed that smile on somebody's face when you were able to solve a problem for them that nobody else has been able to solve. Or just, hey, they came in that day and they felt kind of yucky. And by the time they left your office, they, they they were emotionally recharged and physically they felt better. And so I really missed that interaction. And it was it, so for me, it was a really long road back because I was one of those guys that I graduated in December of 96 from chiropractic school. I was the last year that they said, oh, you don't have to take part four unless you want to. (laughs) Well, then I let my license lapse while I was in this other business. And when I decided to come back, I had to go back and take part four. Mm -hmm. So for me, there was this great desire. And and I've told you this story before as well. I didn't realize how badly that I wanted to be back in chiropractic and how much I cared about it at that point and realized that what I had suffered was burnout. I was, I got my part four results and I was driving down the road and I pulled off to the side of the road to read my results. And it said that I had passed part four and I started crying. Yeah. 
I was actually that emotionally tied to what I was doing. So for me, the excitement level is there. And what I learned was a very valuable lesson. You know, basically, uh, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think that's the, that's the old phrase. Right, right. In my case, it's a situation where if, if I had actually reached out to someone and listened to them instead of being bullheaded and said, okay, here's the problems I'm having right now. I really want to talk about it openly and frankly, because my practice was doing great. I just wasn't happy. Right. Um, that happens to a lot of us. Yeah. You've got, you got the world by the tail. You got a great practice. Now there's always the occasional complaint. Oh, this, this doctor doesn't like me or my practice didn't do what I thought it was going to do, you know, in the last six months or whatever. And, And you have to broaden yourself and stretch yourself to make some changes. Sometimes discomfort is enough for you to go, you know what, I'm just going to throw in the towel and I'm going to do something different. Yeah. And I think that's a great loss to the profession. So that's kind of my, that's my story. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you, you say, you know, I should have reached out to somebody during that time. You know what? Mm -hmm. You and I did talk. The the problem was, the problem was you and I both were burned out. Yeah. And And we were bullheaded about what we were going to do next. Yeah. And so we were, we were just kind of feeding off of each other. And this is one of the reasons why you got to be really careful sometimes listening to the buddy down the street, because if you're in the exact same position, guess what? Correct. You're going to, you're going to mire in the exact same mud hole, so to speak. Yeah. That is, that's so true. And and I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That at the, at the time, the, the conversation was very like-minded and we supported each other rather than saying, Hey, why don't you take a critical look at this? Yeah, no, I think I remember saying something like Trey, that's an awesome idea. I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, exactly. And, and my experience was we were so busy and I was so busy managing the business that I really wasn't seeing patients much anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I was started, starting to lose my connection just a little bit to chiropractic. Yeah. And it became more about the business itself until I realized that we were on a path that was just not sustainable. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was getting to be way too much. It was too hard for me to manage. I would walk through the clinic and I, I didn't even, I'd look around. I didn't even know any of the patients. I'm like, I'm losing my connection here. So I took a timeout mm-hmm. at the beginning of my burnout. And I, I, I was forced to take a timeout. Thank you, Lord. Because I injured my elbow and I was literally mm-hmm. out of practice for several months. Even though I wasn't seeing patient visits much, especially in those first six weeks while I was rehabilitating, I, I was either camping out in my office or I was camping out at home during that time. Mm-hmm. And it really gave me cause to to reevaluate what we were doing. And I took that time out to totally turn the model around. And instead of being on this constant path of grow, 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 I flipped it around to a constant process of retain, retain, retain. And we worked right. on retention, which all of a sudden I realized I woke up one day, I don't know, probably six months into it, realizing, oh my gosh we're so much more profitable. And here was the best part. I could take time off from the practice too. Mm -hmm. And the practice Mm -hmm. would still be there. And I was back in patient care and loving chiropractic again. Yeah. And I think when you lose that connection, because you and I both did, when you lose that connection to, to your chiropractic heart. Yeah. I think 
that's when burnout burnout starts to ensue a little bit. And and I want to I want to piggyback on something you said. You said something about we get uncomfortable or or mm-hmm. it gets a little tough. Yeah. You know, I think what we've learned over the years is that those are the times when actually we grow the most. And if True. we just take a step back and take that time out for just a minute and really look at where we're at, sometimes that rocky road, that that bumpy path is nothing more than, hey, you're growing a little bit and maybe you just need to retool your purpose and your why just a little bit and refine it. You know, it's that refinery of skill working towards mastery that makes you valuable to people. And if, yeah, we, you, if we stay in one spot all the time, we never get there. Yeah. And, and what's really interesting about this is you and I are so like-minded about practice, but we got there a different way. It's kind of like when you look up on maps and you try to figure out how to get to a certain location and you see like There's the fastest ways. route. And then all of a sudden you see this one takes eight minutes longer. I'm the one that took eight minutes longer. You know, <laughs> I took the longer route to get there, but literally when I fired my practice back up again and went and, and went at it full again, I had come exploding. to the same, I, I came to the same conclusion you did though. I came yeah. to the conclusion that I was, I was more concerned about patients getting well and staying well. And the model that I was practicing in which was more of a sickness model, even though I was saying I was practicing wellness, I was dealing a lot with acute patients that wanted help right now. And Mm -hmm. they wanted to walk in the door and feel better that moment. And they really weren't understanding how, how chiropractic care worked, that it that it takes time sometimes to feel better and, you know, not even considering, you know, nervous system components and all that. And really some of the philosophy that goes behind chiropractic. So sometimes when you guys hear me talk, I'm very strong about philosophy. And when I say philosophy, sometimes that's a dirty word in chiropractic because sometimes people say, Oh, well, that means you believe blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, science has proven that that's not really true and how it works anymore. No, I struggle with you guys this, the same when 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 a patient walks in the door and says, my previous chiropractor before I moved here told me blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. I get that they were trying to explain it in a very simple manner, but I think your philosophy and understanding how chiropractic works from a wellness standpoint leads you to explanations that make sense to patients as well. So I, I think there's a very important journey that we take. And some people get there easier because we all, you, you and I both know people that have been in practice for 30, 35, 40 years. Right. They've never left. Right. And they didn't get burnt out. And for some reason, they they found a way to manage their practices. And it's so funny that you and I both took that journey and then we ended up with such a love for chiropractic. And, and yeah. I'm thankful for that journey. I'm thankful that I didn't stay at the time. And that sounds really kind of counterintuitive, but it really gave me such a great love for chiropractic care and, and a greater love for my patients. Right, right. Well, and I think just in general, our profession's been taught over the years that you know, just, just keep your head down, just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep growing. You know, you need a second location, you need a third location, you need, you know, you, you need to have nine associates and, mm-hmm. and you need bigger space and now you need more staff. And I, I think you have to be really careful to, to periodically take that time out and take a step back and really look at your practice. And is it fulfilling your why? 
Is it mm-hmm. your purpose? Are you staying connected to it? Is it profitable for you? Is it really the path that you want to be on? And those are the keys to not getting burned out along with you need to take a time out in the form of a vacation three or four times yeah. a year too. But but I think we just all have to take that step back. And this is where a good coach comes into play. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go down that path today, but a, a good coach will help you see when that's happening and will mm-hmm. help you take that time out and, and really dig deep and take a look at where's my practice at? Is it where I want it to be? Yeah, I hope you heard what Dr. Perush said right there, because I really think that that is literally the golden key. And the golden key is exactly what you said. It is understanding your why. And are you still are you still achieving that, or are you practicing in a way that doesn't that doesn't assimilate with your value set at that point? So, yeah. in other words, if your values and your goals don't line up with how you're practicing, yeah, that creates some problems. And sometimes having a very successful practice that shoots over the top of everything that you've ever planned or, or goal set for. And yeah. sometimes it becomes cumbersome to the point of where it isn't enjoyable anymore. Right. You've, you've overshot your mark at that point and you don't know what to do. And that's, that's sometimes the case that happens. So look at your why, look at what your values are. Why, why are you here? And what do you want to achieve? What is my value set within my practice? What is my goal for my patients? What is my goal for myself as a doctor? Because if you're not happy and you can't function, in my opinion, you're letting your patients down because there are a lot of your patients that depend on you. You are. You're you're not only letting your patients down, you're letting yourself down. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a huge key right there. You're not working towards mastering that skill, being a great chiropractic physician, you're not mastering that skill. And then it, and Troy, you and I see this all the time. We see it happening. You, you can just see the, the, the pins dropping over as it happens. Mm-hmm. It's then you start getting poverty complex and then you start convincing yourself because of that, that, well, patients just don't want to pay me. Patients just don't want to schedule. Patients mm-hmm. don't want to come in. Patients don't you know, they don't, they don't buy into treatment plans anymore. And you start making all these excuses mm-hmm. for where you're at. And you just keep going down, 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 and you get down, but you keep yeah. doing what you've been doing and don't make the change. Yeah. That, Time out or burnout. I, I mean, so it, true. You, it's, it's one or the other. If you don't take that time out once in a while, you are going to burn out. And if you don't, so, you just got lucky. So what do we recommend? What, and you're, I, I love this because I, it, it absolutely will recharge you. But what, what do we recommend? How much time do we recommend a chiropractor take in a year's time? Well, I always recommend, number one, that you take at least four weeks of vacation. Mm-hmm. And during that time, spend a, take a little reflection time. But a timeout might just be a long weekend, too where you just, mm-hmm. you, you take all your, your office reports with you and you go through them and you just spend some time, quiet time, really looking at and evaluating the process. I know when I was down with my, my elbow injury, I, uh, Marissa would drop the daily reports off at my house mm-hmm. and I was going through them. And, and I remember I just, I looked at my wife one evening and, and I just said, this isn't doing it for me anymore. 
I've right. got to make a change. This is our business. This is our livelihood. I, mm-hmm. I need this to work. Right. And I think it was like the next night I told Marissa to come by the house on the way home. And I, and I just told her, I said, the three of us right here right now are going to agree that we're making some changes and they're going to be mm-hmm. massive changes. Right. And when we put them into place, oh my gosh, practice was so much more fun again. Mm-hmm. We were seeing the patients that we could connect to. And not only was practice fun, but we were we were profitable beyond your wildest dreams. I, it was right. just an amazing process. But you got to take that time out to to take a look at it. Yeah, uh, I for sure. I, I think if if you're struggling with a little bit of burnout at this point, this conversation is so valid and important. And even if you're not. I think you need to listen to this conversation and listen to it again and plan ahead because yep. everybody experiences some burnout during their practice. It's it, it's yep. not it's it's not the scarlet badge. Trust right. me, it's not. You need to talk to other people when it happens. And and hey, listen, if you haven't gone to our website, go to catsconsultants.com. See what we do to help doctors. More importantly, you can schedule a breakthrough call with us and let's just talk about your practice. We mm-hmm. don't we don't hard sell anybody. You know, if you're right for us and we're right for you, great. Let's join up. If not, okay, that's fine. We just want to help lift up the profession and keep mm-hmm. everybody from burning out, keep everybody having a great practice, a practice they enjoy, finding your why and being profitable. So if you're ready to get your practice back on that path to profit, schedule that breakthrough call with us. Do it today. Do it right now. All you have to do is click on the link below or go to the website, catsconsultants.com and schedule. 30 minutes might change your life. You never know. Troy, anything else to add? No, man, that's- This is uh, a great topic. It is. And we've covered a lot and we could talk for hours on this. And and that's the thing. That's why if you want to know more and you want to talk more, we can definitely relate to your situation, probably almost any situation you've got. So yeah, this is great. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Casey Chiropults podcast. We'll see you next time.